we're going to see change like 50 to 100 years on workshops. It's time for the homo talks, ladies and gentlemen. Finishing with Trevor's music on everything. Y'all already know who it is, your girl, Yuri G. What's up, everybody? It's Darrell from the Library Live. Christian here, music artist. And all the way from Baltimore, special guest. From Kalila in the building doing the damn thing. The queen of Atlanta, now she's gonna beat me up. But I said she's not, she's not a queen here at the whole subject. Well, you know, we ready to read all day. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Four Weeks Music here. And if you hear my voice, you know what that means. It's time for the Homo Talk Show, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, another week, and we've also got some awesome guests in the building, as we always do. So kicking things off this week, we got in the building, all the way from Baltimore, special guests. Who we got in the building? Chris Sean here, music artist. That's about it. <laughs> Ready to do the damn thing. That's all right, Sean. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, absolutely. And also, from Kalila in the building, doing the damn thing. Once again, who we got in the building? What's up, everybody? It's Darrell from the Library Live. We, you know, we ready to read all day. Woo! Thank you for coming back because you know how we like to keep it spicy. We know how just to do that just well. And last but not least, of course, in the building, the Queen of Atlanta. Now she's gonna beat me up. Y'all know she wanna say that. Yeah, I wanna fight about it. But I said she's not. She's not a queen here at the Homo Talk Show, ladies and gentlemen. Who we got in the building? Tell them who you are. Y'all already know who it is. Your girl Yuri G. And again, it's your boy Trevix Music on everything. Shout out to our Aaron, our producer of the Homo Talk Show for keeping, it, keeping us on our toes each and every week to make it happen and do what we do. So without further ado, we're going to kick things off and get right into our Homo Tea. Get your cups ready, get your sips ready, get your cocktails ready. We're going to kick things off right with our girl, Miss Yuri G. Take it away, Yuri. So we're kicking things off with the Homo Tea. Um, this one is about President Trump, um, anti-trans. Um, this article mentioned that some doctors are having their religious freedom stripped by making them give health care to people who not, do not align with their religious beliefs. So the Trump um, administration um, issues rules to curtail um, health um, protections for transgender people. Um, so at this point, it's um, forcing a lot of doctors into, you know, doing medical practices with people who do not align with their religious beliefs. Um, which mostly affects, you know, transgender and gay individuals um, and non-binary. Um, so I, I feel like um, that if you're in any any position that's dealing with the public, you should, by law, not have any kind of discriminatory feelings, um, whether it's religious or anything, because your job is to assist the public, whether it's customer service, healthcare, whatever. Like, oh no, I don't want to give you, um, or, or even sales, like, I don't want to sell you makeup because that's against my religion, or whatever. I don't, God don't want nobody wearing makeup. Like, all these things should be protected, you know? But me, honestly, I wouldn't want to go to anybody who felt strongly against, you know, something or whatever, because you sign a waiver saying things don't go right, or whatever, so they could, you know, be malicious and develop in the process of 
God didn't want you to have this, this lesson learned. God, God don't like that. That's an abomination. And you be in a situation where you have to spend out more money to correct something that somebody who don't like you, um, you know, did to you previously. But that's because you signed a waiver. Um, but um, it, it just sounds like the same old debate that was looked against forcing people to perform same-sex marriage. But of course, most people will want to go um, where they are welcome. As for people in small-minded small towns with only one doctor, um, move ASAP, my friend. If you're going into medicine, shouldn't you be required to go into the understanding that you will be helping a variety of people? Should there be a requirement across the board to receive your state certificate to practice? especially since the health of the public is kind of like holding a public office, or might that logic be a slippery slope? So, um, Darrell, how do you feel about it? Well, from what I know, I have a couple of friends who are, you know, STNAs or RNs, and they take an oath to, no matter what, if there's someone sick or someone shut in or if somebody's comes to them with the sickness to help them that's what they that's what they went into that business for and when you finish your schooling they give you that oath to do that so regardless of what someone's sexual orientation or whatever whether they're trans or whatever they take that oath so if you do not want to uphold that then i don't believe you should be in that position <laughs> that part I agree with you on that. Um, I guess um, I'll jump in on this part and, and, and give my opinion. I do feel like you guys, I do agree with you. Like, I didn't, um, I I feel like they, I, I felt like some kind of oath. Like you said, the oath is there. I, before you said that, I felt there has to be, you know, some kind of oath that you take in order to, you know, get in a position of service of that way of being able to serve the people, especially with their lives in your hand. If someone is out here that doesn't agree with that, then they need to find themselves in a specific kind of hotel, um, hospital facility that focuses on what they want to do and keep their segregated selves over there. Do not work in a public health facility that anyone has access to if you feel that way. If you feel like you want to be like that, start a private practice and keep your private ass on the other side over there and let somebody that want to deal with you go to you and, and let me who has to, you know, have public insurance or something like that, or, you know, deal with that in the public place that people want to be there and help versus people like you. That's the same thing with the cops. You need to just be out of there if you don't need to, if you don't want to do your job. That's it. You sign an oath to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you sign an oath. You said you're gonna do this. Do it. If you don't want to do it, either don't do the job or start your own practice and do your own show somewhere else. That's my point. Yeah, I believe the same thing. Um, you you have to understand that when you're in a world where it's multiple kinds of people, multiple beliefs, multiple. Um, systems, multiple countries, you you just cannot be so stuck into your own boxes to thinking that everything is just going to be who you are. Like, you, if, you, if you want to, if you have belief practices, you should just go to your facility that just caters to those belief practices. But that's, that's, I, that's how I feel um, if I want to be I guess, um, nice about the situation, but you just should stop altogether. Like, this is this is America. I, I understand maybe in a third world country, but this this country claims to always be for everybody and everything. And 
especially if you're in like a public health facility, such as being healthcare workers and things of that nature, you just just get out, just get out because it's when you're going to, and in a, especially in a crisis like COVID nineteen, you're going to have so many different people that just is in need of, of assistance. You're you're bound to get people of all walks of life. So you you signed the oath. It is nothing in the Constitution that should say you can discriminate. It just it just makes no sense. Oh, just like that. I think that I think we all but let me matter of fact, do you have any last words on this topic here before we close out this next one? Um, I just wanted to add in, um I, I think it would be smart for everybody that has a feeling about a certain group to have a private practice. But you know, money runs um a lot of these businesses and people don't wanna lose those and assistance from the government. So they, they play the game to, you know, to stay in business but Ultimately, they should have a private practice, but you're not going to get the same assistance with a private practice. Right, and, and, and to that, they should, you know, if they're not, and they, if they're in public health and you notice these things, report them. You know what I'm saying? That's what we need to do as well. If you see these things happening, report them, start adding to the list of Karens. That's all I'm going to say to that. And um, <laughs> so, number two, number two on our list today, um, if you guys saw, it was, uh, um, it was an Instagram post. It was basically about um, the racists that were fired during this whole time of, you know, you know, Black Lives Matter in regards to George Floyd. After that, all these different things happened. So, who's next? Let's go, go, go. I love that shit. That's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, and so, today, we're talking about this. Um, so, I hope you guys have saw it. So, basically, she was doing the dance. Go, go. Who's next? And everybody who's next is the people who are getting fired. So, she says, my people be learning. Our this is what our show producer says. Might people be learning the inappropriate lessons from being fired for their racism? Might it increase their hate? It, all, it almost feels like changing le legislation without changing hearts. Our friend of the show, Storyteller, mentioned that let, let us say legislative change without heart change might not always have the most positive long-term results. What do you think might produce better results for such racist people? Or, or might the job firings be the only way to produce change? Um... <laughs> well, I just a couple of things that I had in mind. I'm like, what do I feel like after reading it again out loud? Um, I, I feel personally that the firing is the best way to do it. Because you're going to suspend somebody for doing something, and they'll sometimes they'll tangle out and do it again because that's just who they are. But if we get them that one bad seed or that couple bad seeds out the bunch, then maybe the bunch can continue to grow and move great and do what they need to do in this life. And so I feel like getting rid of them shows them we not playing with you stop the foolishness you can't just go and say what you want it to be and be disrespectful just because you have certain kind of skin color hello like we shutting it down shut that shit down so fire yes all the way fire do not pass bills do not collect 200 dollars do not collect 200 dollars fire um for sure, what do you have to say about that because i see you shaking your head over there I think it should just be fired too. Um, I think legislation is is crucial. Legislation is 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 direly crucial though. Um, people should, under the law, be held accountable, and they they should be fired. No more of these um, sit down suspensions, um, working work workshops for people's 
you 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 shouldn't, especially in in public places, you shouldn't have to sit down in a workshop to to deal with people that don't look like you. I don't understand it. It just it just makes no sense. It just makes no sense. You should just be fired. The the maximum penalties is twenty twenty. We're we're done with all those workshops, all those suspensions. Just be fired, because that's the only people people going to learn. Especially white, like I see white America, especially with these protests. It protesting is crucial, and this might sound a bit controversial, but come protest, come right. Things don't change if they don't have hand in hand. Peacefully pro, pro, protesting peacefully only gives them authority to ignore us. Peacefully. If people are not held accountable, if people do not have maximum penalties for discriminating against people of who they are, then then there's not going to be any change. We're going to see change like 50 to 100 years on workshops. <laughs> so no, so you you don't have no job. You discriminate against somebody, you don't have any job. Your, your livelihood is now affected, and then that will make the next bitch. Oh, can I? Are you okay? You can cut. You can cut. You can be yourself, one hundred percent. That makes the next bitch think twice about what she what she wants to say. Facts. You're gonna think twice before you open your mouth again. Um, I'm gonna go to Yuri now because then then the rest. So, Miss Yuri, you talk to me about this right now. What should we do with the racists? Okay, so um, I think you know people getting fired. It will it it, it will be okay. Um, it, I think it's a good idea, but I think it's a temporary fix because if they go to the next side, they're gonna pull the same thing. And what's funny about these types of things are people who have this kind of mindset they tend to find another job where they have someone who's like just as like-minded because these types of cultures don't exist in a workplace alone there's somebody there who supports those thoughts it's just only because it's made public people are doing stuff about it and so that's just the issue with that um and then with with legislation or whatever um i, I think you know, pushing these laws um, is just going to suppress it. It's going to suppress it until somebody else gets it. Like, I didn't think racism was as bad as it was until Trump got back in office and all of a sudden the KKK pops out of nowhere again strong. All these people like, I don't like blacks. Like, I didn't, it wasn't never so verbal until Trump got in office. And so it's like, I you know, when you have people come in and say no, and that's not what we're for, it's the practice. But until the right person gets in office, it's going to always, you know, arrive again. So until it's changed in the heart, I don't care what you change, it's going to continue. And seeing like every four years or or whenever you have the, your local government, these people who are empowered, they're with that same mindset, if these same people that you're fighting, they're gonna bring another brother or sister that's like-minded as them in, and we're never gonna get anywhere. So until it changes in the heart, it's really no, no change, but we'll just have a moment of peace. 
or we'll have a moment of, you know, just being comfortable, but not really do change. Gotcha. And uh, what do you think about that? Well, I'm of the belief of, yes, fire their asses, and also, on the spot, wax these motherfuckers. Because some people just need to be waxed on site. Like, I see I see some stuff, and I'm like, how would I react to this situation? Like, for, if it's physical, if you put your hands on me on site, we fighting. And I'm going to post about it, so you're going to lose a job. Like, the, the, what's the girl that you about to lose your job? Get this ass. You are about to lose your job. <laughs> Not only is you going to lose your job, but we going to scrap too. And I'm totally for it. Most people need to learn that lesson that way. Some people are just simply hard-headed. You got to crack that head in order for them to learn that lesson. And I'm totally for it. Boom. <laughs> just like that. I love it. I do agree. I have to close this one out. There are some people you need to bust upside the head. Just let them know. Because some people don't get it the first time. You know, they'll do it again and then they'll do it again. But if you bust upside the head real good, you know, you're going to realize, you know what? Next time you're going to think. So I'll say this. It's going to be me bust upside the head. So I agree with right. you on that. Um, <laughs> and I'm last on the We have one more topic for almost people before we get into our topic of the day. We're going to kick these out right back to you. Let's take it away. Um, homophobic slurs or unaffected slurs. Um, I um, we can all agree. In this particular um, video, um, it's a gay article written by Forrest Evans, um, the staff writer, Miss Forrest No Gump. Um, <laughs> for anybody who is um, wanting to reference the video. In this particular video, someone threw some um, something at the officer. The officer responded like a high school junior, um, and technically the officer said, bitch first, compared to people being choked to death in Orleans, I'm less concerned about this officer disrespecting women. However, I do know that um, that it all matters. Please help me and people like me understand why this language incident also needs a mayoral level of attention. Okay. Um, this went on during um, a Black Lives Matter movement and everything with Black people being assaulted and killed by the police. Um, so with all of this going on, if you do not be attentive to issues, especially publicly, you're going to create an even bigger riot. Um, just like, um, the man here in Atlanta just a few days ago, um, was a little drunk and pulled over into the Wendy parking lot. I don't know if somebody reported him or whatever, but the cops come up, you know, and anyway, the man ends up getting killed. He he, he was very, com you know, compliant and everything, but they tried to finesse him into going to jail when he wasn't doing anything. Um, and he ended up getting killed in the process here in Atlanta, and they burnt down the Wendy's and the whole bridge on running is shut down. Um, Whoa. But um, I, I, think, I think you have to be attentive to all things, like... Um, like people I don't necessarily see as like trans or gay friendly or really caring about that movement are a little bit more vocal now because, um, you know, it is right now. So I just feel like if you don't be a part, people gonna see you as the problem. And so a lot of these people like this in legislation, they're trying to save their cities by acting like they're doing something or they're concerned and they're going to handle the problem. 
or whatever, but I think it's only because this movement is going on and people's pockets and things are being destroyed. So they're being more forefront and open and trying to show that they're doing something about it. But yeah, I, I think he, you know, no shade. Um, people like that, you know, they're, they're, they're probably getting sent home with a under the table desk job or something and still getting paid. That just the public, they look like they've been fired or whatever. That's just my personal belief. And it's sad that I believe that, but I've just seen enough to, you know, to, you know, to have reasonable doubts that anything was seriously done about it. Um, I don't know if y'all know about the story about back in 2014, it's one officer who always pulls over minorities. And so it's, it's um, two, it was a Spanish man and a black man, both of them came up missing when they got pulled over by this officer. And he said that he took both of these men to the Circle K and they still have not been found today. The man was released, but he wow. was charged because they didn't have evidence that a crime had happened. But they have evidence that he lied about his interactions with these men. So he was fired for lying on the job, but he wasn't fired and invest. Well, he was investigated, but they didn't have anything to investigate. They like he, the black man was seen in the back of his cop car, and the guy is missing. He said he dropped him off at the Circle K. Circle K doesn't have him on the camera. All them, all those things, or whatever. A man's been missing, you know. And he's done this with a Spanish boy, same story, saying that the boy missing, he dropped him off at that same circle K. So, I, I, you know, that story's just popped back up um, because of this movement. So I just, I mean, that's just me in particular. I just feel like it's a thing. But Darrell, how do you feel? Wow, was that in Atlanta, Yuri, before I go? About the circle K? Yeah. No, that wasn't in Atlanta. Oh, okay. I was just curious. I'm going to have to look into that. I have never heard of that story. Um, I, for one, let me just say, homophobic slurs in general are unacceptable. They're just like the N-word. They're just like any other racial or racial slurs. Any slur in general, I don't mess with. Keep it to yourself. Keep it in your head. Matter of fact, don't even say it in your head, because you say it in your head, it got a possibility to come out. I am all for holding these people accountable. And I mean, holding them accountable, pulling them to the carpet. One thing I don't like about the Black Lives Movement matter is it's becoming more and more marketable. And people are just jumping on the bandwagon because it's popular. And it's popular for a reason. It's We need this movement. It's getting ridiculous. And the homophobic thing to tie into it, um, What's his name? Wait for it. Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, Billy Porter. Billy Porter made the post regarding the Black Lives Matter movement and how the black people were the white supremacists to the black community. And he got so much heat for that statement. And I argue to agree with him. Until we make sure that all of our lives matter, black lives indeed matter. And as we can see, all of us is black as hell. So all of our lives matter. But one thing we all have in common is we're all members of the LGBTQIS, T-U-V, P-I-A-D-A community. 
And all of our lives have to matter in order for this movement to be successful. And I totally wholeheartedly agree with what Billy Porter said. And I took some heat for it. But at the end of the day, I agree. I completely agree. We all have to matter in order for this to be. Because if they see us fighting amongst ourselves, that's what they've been doing to us for how many years? Because we fight amongst ourselves. We got black men killing trans women every two days. And it just goes by the wayside. Somebody makes a post, next day, it's nothing. So until all of our lives matter, it's, our movement is going to be hindered. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. I love it. All right, Troy, you got anything that you would like to add? Yes. So I feel like if you are in uniform and this is what you get paid to do, our tax dollars pay you to be able to do what you're doing, then you need to um, respect the people that pay you. We pay you, so regardless, we pay you to protect us. So that means you're protecting me, and if you're calling me all kind of slurs, I don't feel protected, so maybe my money should stop funding what you're doing. Clearly, if you, you need to be reprimanded. If you can't handle yourself in a job like that, then don't do it. Don't be a policeman. Go work somewhere else. But people need to be held accountable. So that's why, back to the original question of why the legislation of it being getting involved was so important because we're in a different time now. You can't be out here doing all this foolishness and getting away with it at this point. If we don't start holding people accountable, then we're going to continue living like the way it was and we ain't going to get nowhere. So it's about time to wake up. If we wasn't up, you up now, motherfucker. You up now. It's your ass up. Um, and that's what I have to say. Thank you. All right. Well, Christian, um, what you got to um, add in for us? Um, I, I believe what all of y'all had to say. Um, I definitely believe, I definitely truly believe what you said, Yori, earlier today about changing hearts and minds. But when we have these um, officials like police and healthcare workers and judges and all these other things that are in service to the public, they have to be held accountable for it. It, it, it doesn't matter if they were having a bad day, it doesn't matter if they, I, I don't care if, the, if, your, if your mother died. You cannot, you cannot say racial slurs, homophobic slurs to, to people you're supposed to serve. It's just, it's just, it is what it is. And I think I think that what the mayor is doing is a big thing, um, and I think that the mayor should be should be applauded for it. That's it. I think it should be actually something federal. All police should be held accountable for what they say and how not only the actions, physical actions, but the the language that they use when they approach people, the language that they use when they are detaining people. All of those things should be held. Um, they should be held accountable for all of those things. And I do think that people are hopping on the Black Lives Matter movement, but I think that is, that's, I think those things are the change that we want to see. Um, if it wasn't for these buildings being burned, if it wasn't for people's pockets being hurt, then we wouldn't get all these things. And if it wasn't for the, the vast majority of people standing up to, in this movement, because personally, I believe we have these as many people as we have is because of COVID-19. Um, as black people, we've been fighting since day one. 
And to, in order for us to continue this fight, the or, in order for us to to change hearts and change lives, we have to allow white people to help us fight this fight. And I think, if, unfortunately, um, white people don't will never understand racism um, in this country. But fortunately, because of COVID-19, they have been forced into a predicament that they would not have been in with, especially with this government, because Black Lives Matter has also turned into this takedown capitalist mentality. And I was, and I am all for taking down capitalism. And that's what it forced white people to do because the government did not act um, fast. The government didn't um, act like they cared. The government didn't act like they knew what they were doing. So giving people stimulus checks for um, $1,200, and we've been in a pandemic for three and a half um, months, that forced white people out of their com comfortability. Um, having healthcare and not being able to, to, to properly get what you need because of this COVID-19 pandemic and them getting affected by COVID-19 because, like you see, all these celebrities out here saying that we're in this together. And it's because they're affected by it. And they've been just, it's, they've just been taken out of their comfort zone. So that's why I feel like they did this Black Lives Matter this time, because this is not our first Black Lives Matter movement. They've been taken out of their comfort zone. That's why they're, they're fighting with us. And I think that capitalism is is a good thing, certain or as far as um, as far as publicity, because last year when I went to um, Pride, I went to um, New York for um, World Pride, and just seeing all these companies, even if it's just for a month, those things create change. Those things make somebody who didn't really necessarily give a fuck about our community and didn't see our community. It, it made them see us. So when it comes to visibility and publicity, capitalism works. Or, or, or we can do it without capitalism. But those things I, I feel like work. And these, this Black Lives Matter, people getting on the bandwidth, I think it's just helping the movement because now that we have companies that never stood up, we have people who never stood up because they didn't want their bag affected. Now they're, they, they have something to say. But I feel like it's our responsibility moving forward to, to actually cancel these people. And people say cancel culture isn't a thing, but I think you as an individual, cancel culture can be a real thing for you because you don't have to put the money into it. Because I have canceled celebrities in my time. And they might not be canceled in the, the zeitgeist or to the majority, but as far as my money goes, I've canceled them. I've canceled them for homophobic slurs. I've canceled them for um, transphobic slurs. I've canceled them for going against women. My and I feel like as the black community, we can cancel somebody if we want to. Yes, I agree with you on that. That's what I guess one of these. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, close the thing. Any last remarks you before we close out the homos tea and do a wrap up? No, you good? All right, awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in. That was homos tea. That was a little, you know, it was very informative this time. We had some great topics and some great things that we talked about. So shout out to our people in the room. Shout out to Krishan. Shout out to Durrell. Thank you guys for making it happen because almost tea was really tea. It was, it was piping tonight. It was real hot. So um, we like to do a recap for those people who are um, watching on YouTube. We may have came in at some point and watched the whole thing. We're gonna re we're gonna recap the questions for you. So that if you um, want to be a part of what we're saying, you can do drop it right there in the comments as well as you know like, comment, subscribe. You know we always tell you that. As well as now, added to the team, boom, iHeartRadio. So please, if you have iHeartRadio app, please be sure to follow the first TV team. Thank you so much. All right, so without further ado, let's get to it. First topic today, we talk about Trump. And his administration issues to rule the cartel health protections for the transgender people. The article mentioned that some doctors are having their religious freedom stripped by making them give health care to people who do not align with their religious beliefs. Excuse me. It said, like the same old debate that was used against forcing preachers to perform the same-sex marriages. Of course, most people will want to go where they're welcome. That's what people in small-minded small towns with one doctor. My friend, you need to move as soon as possible. If you're going into medicine, shouldn't you be required to go in with the understanding that you will help a variety of people? Should there be a requirement across the board to receive your state certification to practice? Especially since the health of the public is kind of like holding public office, is it not? So uh, that was our first question. So if you guys want to be a part of that, please do leave us a comment down in uh, below. Second, we talked about the Instagram post about the uh, people who are racist that were fired during this whole Black Lives Movement since George Floyd died. Um, and so, basically, this is what the question said. Might people be learning the appropriate lesson for being fired for racism? Might it increase their hate? It, uh, it almost feels like changing legislation without changing hearts. Our friend of the show, Storyteller, mentioned that legislation change without heart change May always, um, may not always have the most positive long-term results. What do you think might produce better results with such racist people? Or might job firing be the only way to produce change? Let us know what you think down below. And last but not least, we talked about Chicago police, um, um, the, which, the, the injustice of the Chicago police using homophobic slurs, and legislation got involved. So this is what the question is: Homophobic slurs are unacceptable. We often agree to this. In a particular video, which we watched on Instagram. Someone threw, them some, someone threw something at a police officer. You want to watch it, go to at Miss Forrest No Gun if you want to check the video out. The officer responded like a high school junior. Technically, the officer said, bitch first. Compared to people being chilled to death, or, I'm less concerned about the officer's disrespectful language. However, I do, not, I do know that, the that this is a matter and it matters to us. So please help me and people like me understand why this language incident also needed mayoral level of attention so ladies and gentlemen that was a homo tea if you liked it please like comment and subscribe and also let us know in the bottom what you think <laughs> when you play period